Welcome to the Fantasy Wildcat. We are the self-proclaimed fantasy football expert duo of Ben Otterback and Trevor Sheffy. We are here to break down your toughest fantasy football questions with mediocre analysis and hard-hitting facts. Before we get started, go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Wildcat. We'll be tweeting out the highlights from our episode, our MVPs for each week, our thoughts on any big moves during the week. So go follow us there at Fantasy Wildcat. So Week one, Ben, week one. Week one. Here we go. Yeah, if you haven't listened, go listen to our season preview as well. So we covered every single team, every single division. A lot of our thoughts were there, but now we're going to be focused on individual matchups. So we'll still highlight the players we like for the season, but it'll be mostly focused on who has the best matchups this week. Oh, yeah. So before we jump into that, let's just talk about any final notes from the last week since the last time we had this podcast here. And the big one for my team, Mac Jones is going to be the quarterback, which means that is a plus for everyone on that team. Uh, but Ben, I want to get your thoughts first. Yeah, I feel better about the Patriots' chances chances this year, knowing that they felt confident in Mac Jones enough to make him the starter, completely cut Cam. So they must be confident enough that it's Mac Jones' job for pretty much the whole year, unless he gets hurt. So definitely encouraging, I think, if you're a Patriots fan. And I think definitely mm-hmm. good for, for their fantasy weapons as, as well. Yeah, I think Jacoby Myers is a big um... – benefactor here i think you gotta go pick him up as a, a late round flyer and especially in ppr leagues and i also think damian harris gets a big bump from him so really look out for the patriots running game this year and be able to get those touchdowns that they weren't able to capitalize on last year with cam at quarterback yeah uh, another big note well not so big but Le'Veon <laughs> bell a formerly a big name but signing the practice squad for the ravens who uh Behind Gus Edwards, Justice Hill got hurt, is out for the year. So now Tyson Tyson Williams is going to be the backup for now. And then we'll see if Le'Veon Bell can make his way onto the roster at some point. But Tyson Williams is a guy who we're going to keep an eye on, Mm -hmm. uh, especially if if Gus Edwards eventually goes down. Yeah, please do not pick up Le'Veon Bell. He is – we saw him in Kansas City. He's not good anymore. He's just a big name. Tyson Williams has got to grab here and should have a good amount of touches uh, throughout the, um, the the year here. But I think one of the bigger running backs that were released was Latavius Murray. I think wherever he goes, he's really going to mess up the backfield, and the Ravens could be one of those teams that goes and take a shot on Latavius Murray. So uh, you might want to take the chance of picking up Latavius Murray, but it's definitely a risk there. Yeah, I, I definitely drop him for now if he's on your team. And then if he does get signed, I think it really depends on the, the situation to determine if you if he's worth rostering or not. Like you mentioned, the Ravens, I think that would be a great fit. Mm-hmm. He might be worth rostering in that case, but I, I'd rather wait and see on him. He's going to mess up a backfield wherever he goes. But um, let's move on to our uh, preview of Waiver Wednesday. You want to talk a little bit about what that's going to be throughout the year, Ben? Yeah, so Waiver Wednesday will be our, our segment on our, our first episode released each week. We'll highlight the waiver pickups at each position. Mm-hmm. So we'll highlight the guys who we think you should pick up before uh, the waivers go typically on Wednesday morning. So yep. this this uh, episode will be focused on guys who you might want to pick up after week one. Uh, these are guys who we think may be worth a roster spot, but we'd rather like to see them uh, play once before we're, we're going to pick them up. So yep. Trevor, why don't you start us off with the, the quarterback position? Yeah. So I think my biggest guy who I'm willing to pick up going forward is going to be Baker Mayfield. Um, 
after this first week here with the Chiefs, which is a decent matchup for him. It'll be a high-scoring game. Uh, we have the Texans, Bears, and Vikings at the next three matchups. And none of those games I'm really too scared about playing him. So really look for him, especially next week against the Texans, to uh, be up there on the priority list for QBs. Then Baker Mayfield's another guy who we're going to keep an eye on all season. I think he's very matchup dependent. We saw mm-hmm. this was a Browns offense that wants to run the ball. And we saw last year that they had stretches with multiple weeks where their wide receivers weren't relevant. Baker wasn't anywhere close to relevant, but then toward the end of the season, there was a five or six week stretch where he was a guy you could start each and every week. So definitely okay. keeping an eye on Baker. Yeah. I think one other guy to look at is Kirk cousins as well. He starts off with the Bengals, which I think is a great matchup. So he's a streamer week one, and then you got the Cardinals and the Seahawks and then the the Browns. So Cardinals Vikings, great matchup for the next following week. So really keep an eye on him as well. All right, let's move on to the running back position where last week or last year after week one, James Robinson was available. Oh yeah. Let's see if there's a guy like that who you can pick up this year, but we already mentioned Tyson Williams for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Tony Jones, another guy who whose opportunity opened uh, when Latavius Murray was cut. So he's a guy yeah. we're keeping an, out on, keeping an eye on to see if he has a role even with Kamara. But if Kamara's down, he'd really step into that role. Yeah, he's an undrafted rookie. He's playing for the Saints. He's the backup running back there. And Latavius Murray was cut, yes, due to the contract size, but also because they believed in Tony Jones. So I expect him to have a similar role as Latavius Murray. So I think he should be rostered in every league right now. And I think Tyson Williams also has a great chance to succeed as well. So I think both of those guys should be picked up before this week. But um, after this week, come waivers next week, I think they're going to be two very hot topics here. All right, let's move on to the wide receiver position, and I'll start with the Lions wide receivers. Whoever that's going to be. Whoever it's going to be, but this team is going to be behind and going to be throwing the ball a lot, especially this week uh, against the Niners, who I expect to win very easily. So I think the Lions are going to be throwing the ball a lot this year. Tyrell Williams is a guy who I I think is going to be the wide receiver one, at least at the start of the season, but Mm -hmm. Amon Rossi Brown as well could step in and, and have a big role as a rookie. So those are guys I'm looking out for in week one. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think one of those guys is going to definitely come to the top and uh, they'll hopefully have a decent week, week one, and maybe they'll be usable going forward. But I think someone who you've got in every league then is uh, Brian Edwards uh, for the Raiders. I think he is, has the potential to be a great wide receiver this year. He's going to fill the Aguilar role for the Raiders, and I think he's going to be a great player to go pick up. Um, One guy I'm also looking at is Emmanuel Sanders. He's playing for the Bills this year. PPR leave, I think both of those guys can be fantastic pickups after week one. Completely agree. So let's move on to the tight end position, and I think Johnny Smith is a guy who we're both keeping an eye on. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of potential for these tight ends in this Patriots offense, especially with Mac Jones at at quarterback now. Johnny Smith is – Definitely healthier, healthier than Hunter Henry at this point. We'll mm-hmm. wait to see how that develops throughout the year. But uh, for now, at least, Johnny Smith's a guy I'm keeping an eye on. He may have been picked up in your league, but if not, he, he may be rushing to the waiver wire after week one. Yeah, and Belichick has always regarded Johnny Smith as a top player um, in the league. So they want to use him and they paid him to use him. So, And then one other deeper guy that I'm looking at is Donald, Donald Parnum. I believe he's going to beat out um, Cook for the Chargers tight end position. Uh, Mighty, this is one you could sit and wait on. He's not going to be added in many leagues here. Um, 
but he is definitely a name we should start keeping an eye on that could be a streamer tight end because Chargers tight ends are very valuable. And right now, Cook hasn't had anything about him in the preseason and hasn't really been used that much. Why don't you finish this off with the defense that you're looking at potentially oh, yeah. moving forward? I would suggest picking him up this week. I think um, the Browns going forward, they got the Texans, then the Bears. They're great two matchups. And the Browns have – and you're going to be streaming tight end or defenses this entire year. If you're listening to our podcast, we have a portion of our podcast where we focus on defenses, and the Browns will be there. And I think they're going to be potentially – Ben's blitz defense next week against the Texans. So pick them up this week. If you have availability on your roster to play them next week. And the Broncos are a defense that I really like. If you can potentially get them, their schedule is going to get really easy at the beginning of the year. Giants, Jaguars, Jets weeks one through three. So you may hear more about them later this week after I finalize our, our week one Ben's blitz. But with that, let's get into the games, Trevor, starting. Oh yeah. The defending champions, Tampa Bay Bucks, at home against the Cowboys tomorrow night, Thursday night. Why don't you start us off with the Cowboys, Trevor? Talking about both teams here for a second, I want anyone and everyone in this game. This is a great kickoff to the NFL season here Thursday, and I really think you do start to have more of an advantage playing Thursday players because you can gauge how risky you have to be going forward. So for the Cowboys, I'm playing – I'm not too concerned with Dak. I'm playing him, playing CD, playing Mari Cooper, playing Zeke. I think it's pretty clear what you want to do here, even though it is a tough Bucks defense. Yeah, all those guys you mentioned are guys that you drafted too high to sit, yep. especially week one. So um, I'm with you on that. Michael Gallup, I guess, would be the the guy who's most mm-hmm. on the on the the bubble. But I like this is a really good Bucks defense. So I expect the Cowboys to be throwing a lot, but I. Not sure how successful they'll be to the lesser option. So I'd stay away from Gallup this week and hope that he can break out against a, an easier defense moving forward. Yeah, I, I agree with that one there. But I mean, I, I'm very excited about this matchup here and I'm ready to watch football. It's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. But let's talk about the Bucks. Um, who on this team are you expecting from the wide receivers to have the best week? Because I think you're playing all of them, but I'm curious to hear what you think, who's going to be the number one after week one. Yeah, I think Mike Evans, I think his touchdown potential makes me lean toward him as the guy who's going to score the most points out of the the Bucks wide receivers this week. But I really like all three. I think Antonio Brown, the way he finished last year, very strong. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be right up there. I know he's going much later in drafts than than Godwin and Evans, but I think he's going to be right there. So I think all three are, are really good plays this week. Yeah, I think for me, Antonio Brown's going to be the guy. I think he has the potential to be towards that wide receiver one of week one, and I think he's just going to have an absolutely monster game. Uh, the coach is talking them up in Bruce Arians, even though Bruce Arians talks up everyone. Um, but I think Brady really does like Antonio Brown. So, I, I'm, I mean, I'm playing everyone here besides Gronk because I want to see it before I, I play him. But everyone else I'm willing to play here. What about the running backs here, Trevor? Do you like Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. Ronald Jones? Do you think either is going to be viable in week one? Yeah, I think for me, Ronald Jones is going to be the guy until we hear otherwise. Um, I think he's going to be the top fantasy running back there. But do keep an eye on Giovanni Bernard for uh, the, re- the remainder of the season. All right. That's our week one opener on Thursday night. And let's move to the Sunday game, starting with one o'clock kickoff. 
the Seahawks visiting the Colts, two mm-hmm. very good teams, hoping yeah. to to build upon decent years last year, but really not much consistency. So the big news with the Colts this offseason is offseason is trading for Carson Wentz, who looks on track to play week one. Yep. So that's, that's a big advantage for this Colts team that they're going to need to to fend off the Seahawks. So I think we both agree that they're going to take a step in the right direction away from what they looked like in the second half of last season. Yeah, I think with the Colts, we really have to sort of use this game to pay attention who's going to be the wide receiver one. Is it going to be Pittman? Is it going to be Campbell? Um, I, I think we should focus on this game, and we'll definitely talk about it next week a little bit more. Um, I'm not willing to play anyone on this Colts offense outside of Taylor, I think would be my go-to just because I want to see who is going to be the lead. And I want to take that risk in week one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Michael Pittman in a really deep league could be a flex and he's a guy who I think it is going to have a solid week. I, I just, like you said, without knowing week one, new quarterback, Carson Wentz, we know how bad he was last year. I like to see him, at least get the train on the tracks before we're willing to trust one of his wide receivers. But let's move on to the Seahawks. Trevor, which of these wide receivers are you willing to start? I assume DK Metcalf's a lock, but why don't you talk me into Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett is a lock as well. This guy, over 100 targets, and I've talked about him in the preseason previews. I am all in on him this year. And I think where you're getting him in drafts, he's a fantastic value. And, yes, it's a good Colts defense, but I fully expect Tyler Lockett to be around the wide receiver 17 this week, around that range. Um, I think he's high-end wide receiver two potential uh, each and every week, and he'll get into that wide receiver one in other weeks. But this week, I expect him to be a high-end wide receiver two, so I'm willing to play him. He's going to get the targets. Russell Wilson's going to want to come out throwing the ball, show off their new offense, and I think they're really going to have a, a good week, and the Seahawks are going to run up the score on the Colts here. Yeah, and similar to last year, this Seahawks offense, there's not a lot to talk about in fantasy in terms of decision-making. It's Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, and the two wide receivers. You're starting pretty much every single week. So Gerald Everett is a guy you keep an eye on, but Mm -hmm. I'd be surprised if many people were starting him this week. Yeah, Gerald Everett is definitely one of those tight ends we're going to be looking at to stream throughout the year. So he'll definitely come up on later shows, and the Seahawks do like their tight end positions. We had Will Disley over the past year. And he, he was playable in through and throughout, but I think he's definitely going to be somewhere we're going to be looking at um, in the future here. All right. So that should be a really good game. And let's move on to a really bad game. Uh, also at one o'clock on Sunday, yep. the Jaguars versus the Texans and probably one of the worst games in the season. I think the Lions are the only team that is going to be as far down as these two teams, but mm-hmm. Jaguars... Why don't you get to start with the Jaguars, Trevor? Is there anybody that you're willing to start this week? Well, Ben, I think we have to let you talk about James Robinson first. You've been hyping him up all offseason, even when Travis Etienne was a thing. So I want to hear your take on James Robinson against the Texans. Yeah, this is a great opportunity for him. The Texans allowed the second most points to running backs last year. James Robinson's the guy now. He's, Carlos Hyde's not going to steal many touches. James Robinson's going to be involved in both the rushing and the passing game. Expect him to score a touchdown. Expect him to have a decent amount of rushing yards, a little bit of contribution in the passing game as well. But he's a guy I think is a, a smash play in week one. Yeah, no, I fully agree with you there. I, I think he's going to be a top probably seven running back this week. 
Um, I think he's just the Texans suck and they're going to suck all year. And we're going to harp on that every single week. So I think right now, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good play this week. Um, I'm pulling up my rankings, see where I have him ranked at QB. But um, Ben, what about these wide receivers here? Who are you willing to trust week one out of the Jaguars wide receivers? It's tough because this is a really good matchup for wide receivers. It's not a good Texan secondary. Uh, Jaguars have a lot of opportunity here. But this is part of the reason why I wasn't really high on drafting any of the, the three top Jaguars wide receivers because we don't know who it's going to be. Could it be DJ Chark, who was really good two years ago but took a step back last year? Could it be Marvin Jones, who's had stretches over the last few years where he's been really good? Or could it be LaVisca Chenault ready for a breakout? He's going to be used a lot in this offense, mm-hmm. especially around the line of scrimmage, but can he get enough yards after the catch to really rack up enough fantasy points? So for week one, I'm – probably staying away from all three, even though I think any of the three could be a, a solid flex. I just don't know which one. Yeah. So I have Trevor Lawrence at QB 10 this week. And I think that with that being said, I'm willing to take the flyer on Marvin Jones um, in, in any sort of league as a, as a flex, he's a definitely a risky flex. And let's say that you do start some players on Thursday and they don't do well for your team. I think he is someone you could throw in there and potentially have the boom of a 30 point game. Now I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I think Marvin Jones throughout the preseason showed that he was going to be potentially the number one wide receiver there for Trevor Lawrence. And I think that the ball will be thrown through the air. They're going to want to show off Lawrence. So I'm willing to take the risk on him um, in week one. Yeah. And I think all three guys have pretty high floors this week. I think you're going to see probably at least eight points from all three. We'll see if one can really break out, but I don't think any of them are are bad plays this week, but let's move on to the Texans where there's really not much to talk about. I think it starts and maybe ends with Brandon Cooks. Yep. I think it does. I think Tyra Taylor just crunches this team's potential. Um, It's look, I like Tyra Taylor. He seems like a great guy and it's great to see him come back after the lung puncture last year, but he's just not a good fantasy football quarterback. And I think that that's really going to hurt this team. And so I'm willing to put Brandon Cooks in as a flex because he's going to be their wide receiver one and he'll have 10 targets a game. But this team's going to be very lackluster and we're not going to be able to talk about them a lot throughout this year with him at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And Philip Lindsay is a guy who I think you can get, get away with that flex this week because it's a great matchup. Interesting. I, I don't I really don't think it's going to get any better for him. If Philip Lindsay is going to be a, a significant fantasy contributor, it's going to happen this week. So I, I really, it would probably have to be a really deep league, but yeah, I, I expect him. I don't think he's going to have a lot of passing work, so he's going to probably going to need to score a touchdown to be relevant, but yeah. uh, I'm probably staying away. Yeah. Interesting. I would not have pegged that answer there, but uh, yeah, I'm staying away. But let's get done with this ugly matchup, and let's talk about a good fantasy football matchup. Maybe not a great NFL matchup, but we have the Eagles versus the Falcons. Um, I'm here in PA, and I always root against the Eagles, and everyone loves me here. But I think for fantasy, there's some excited pieces to this offense here. So you want to sort of take us through uh, what we might see in week one? Yeah, so Jalen Hurts, now the starting quarterback, had a full offseason to work with new coach Nick Sirianni coming over from the Colts. So this is his team now until Gardner Minshew takes it over, but we don't expect that to happen for at least a few weeks. So Jalen Hurts, this team really should be built around his uh, 
his best uh, features. So his running ability, that should be heavily yeah. involved in this game. This isn't a, a great Falcons defense. So he's going to have the opportunity to run the ball. That should open up the passing game as well. So Jalen Hurts is a guy who I, I'm willing to start. It's a great matchup for him. And I think it'll be a, a interesting to see how Goddard, Ertz, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager all play a role in this passing game. But uh, Trevor, yeah. are there any of those guys standing out for you this week? Yeah, I think um, Smith is the guy I'm willing to play. I think Jalen Hurts, I have right now, have him at QB 11 this week, and I think he's definitely going to be playable. And you drafted him, so you're going to play him, and I think he'll do great. But I am out on everyone else. Um, I would rather play Jono Smith than Goddard. I think that Ertz is going to eat into the target share and – I think it's going to be like the last few years where Ertz is going to be the number one and Goddard's going to be the number two. I think the only reason why Goddard was drafted so high is because the offseason they're thinking about trading Ertz and that didn't happen. So I fully expect it to be a split share at tight end. And I don't think you want a split share at tight end and want a Jalen Hurts team. I'll disagree there. I'll, I'll take a chance on Dallas Goddard. I think he, he really was better than Ertz last year. I think maybe he was drafted a little bit high based on, on potential. I, I agree he was. But I, I still think Goddard's a, a he's a borderline start this week. He's I would start him over Johnny Smith. I think too many question marks with the Patriots for week one because they just signed two big tight ends. Both are going to be heavily involved. Both are going to have to block as well. So we'll wait to see how each one is used. But Goddard's a guy I think you can get away with. I think he's going to have something like four for 50 yards. And then if he catches a touchdown, it's a really good week. But uh, I think he's going to be a, a safe option that uh, – You'd probably take at the tight end position if you really punted at, at that position in the draft. Yeah, and then Miles Sanders as well. I I don't like him, but it's a great matchup. So uh, willing to put him in to start this week. I think he'll be a good RB2 this week, but it's just whenever he gets hurt. That's that's my question mark for him. Yeah, I agree. I would start Miles Sanders. I think he should be a borderline top 15 guy this week based on the, the good matchup. But let's move on to the Falcons. I know I'm really excited about the debut of Kyle Pitts and see how oh, yeah. how Kyle Pitts or Russell Gage fit in with Calvin Ridley in this offense or if all three are going to be fantasy relevant. But I think that's the biggest thing that I'm looking for in week one. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very watchable game. I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy points to go around here and Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts are going to show out. Uh, ben, you have fully convinced me on Kyle Pitts. I am in. Um I I still think he was a little bit rich in the draft, but I am in. I am excited about this talent. He is an extremely talented tight end, and I do think they're going to use him as a wide receiver, like you said. So Kyle Pitts is, is going to be really fun to watch. I think Russell Gage has a potential to be a flex start each and every week, um, but I'm curious to see how this week one goes for him. Yeah, I, I'm really high on Kyle Pitts. I've talked about it before. I think he's going to be – close to that top tier of tight ends, if not in that tier. So I think he's definitely going to be a solid starter. And then Russell Gage, I'd rather wait and see uh, after week one to see if he's the guy who's even worth rostering, at least at this point in the season. We do think he's going to have those weeks. But uh, week one, I'm willing to to take a chance on Pitts, but not necessarily Gage. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. But again, I 
think Cage will be fully involved throughout the rest of this year. And last but not least, Matt Ryan, he's probably in the QB2 range, so I'm probably not starting him this week. I would prefer to start someone else. Um, it is a good matchup for him. So if you have to play him, I, I would be okay with it, but just tailor your other picks to maybe be a little bit more risky if your opponent has a very good team. All right. Eagles Falcons should be a good one. And so should the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Washington football team who announced their list of eight team, eight team names that they might move to that most of them were really bad, but let's get on to the football. It's starting, starting with the Chargers who as of a minute ago, Austin Eckler, Mispractice today is now listed as questionable for Sunday, which is some big fantasy news. He was a round one pick, so definitely something you want to keep an eye out for for Sunday. Yeah, sorry, was that Curtis Samuel? I was trying to look up the, uh, the Washington football team name options here. Uh, it was Austin Eckler. It's Austin Eckler, yes. Yeah, so Austin Eckler was working on the sidelines today. I don't – I personally think he'll be perfectly fine to play. Um, and if he isn't, then we'll have to readjust. But right now he's in the starting lineups and I have full confidence that he will play. But Curtis Samuel did go down in practice today. Um, unlike Eckler, he was actually injured and he was questionable for week one anyways. So I think Curtis Samuel is someone that I'm not going to play week one. And it's unfortunate because I was very excited about him. Um, but I think there, there are plenty of a good other options in this game. Yeah, this is a tough matchup for the Chargers offense, but Herbert's a guy who I'm high on for the season. I, I'm i probably willing to start him this week, even though there's a tough matchup. I'd start him over guys like Trevor Lawrence or Kirk Cousins, Baker, all those guys who could probably stream. I'd still mm-hmm. stick with, with Herbert. I think he's they're going to be slinging it in this offense, and I think he's still going to have a good week. Yeah, I think I'm um... – He's right on that tier of the QB 12. He's right in there, QB 13. So I think I would take the shot with Trevor Lawrence. I think he's really going to have a great game against the Texans, and we're going to see that all year. This is very tough Washington football team defense. So I, 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 if you drafted him, you're probably playing him. So I would say you're, he's going to be in your lineup, but I would tailor your expectations for what he's going to produce here. But I think Keenan Allen, 100% going to start. And then, like we said at the beginning of the episode, keep an eye on the tight ends here. No one's probably going to play either of them, but let's we'll definitely break it down next week in terms of snap percentages and who we think is going to lead the tight end group. Same thing with Mike Williams. You're probably not starting him this week, but keep an eye out. He's going to have those weeks, and we hope he can stay healthy this year so we can maybe be a, a viable fantasy starter for some people, but he's a guy I'm keeping an eye out as well. But let's move on to the Washington football team where Antonio Gibson, we know, is a must-start there. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, same thing. Is there anyone else in this offense that you're willing to start? I guess Logan Thomas as well. Yeah, Logan Thomas, um, I think with Curtis Samuel out, he's the biggest benefactor, so I think his value will be inflated. Um in this early season, if Curtis Samuel doesn't come back right away. So look at him to use to trade him away. Um, I don't think his value is going to be any higher than what it is going into weeks one through three. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to start any of them. And then JD McKissick, we should really pay attention to the snapshot that he has as well. I think in PPR, he's going to be a viable option this year. Yeah, Antonio Gibson only played 47% of snaps last year. We're definitely expecting that to increase. But Mm -hmm. like you said, we're waiting to see what exactly those percentages are going to be. But 
that should be a really good game. I think this is one of the games of the week, but another one of the games of the week is my Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. At one o'clock on Sunday last year, this was a pretty good game for three quarters, and then the Bills pulled away. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think people are underestimating the Steelers. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think they're going to be a team that really competes for a playoff spot, and I think that starts one. I think they can hang with the Bills. I don't necessarily think they're going to win this game, but I think it starts with this offense, which I think is going to look a lot better. Oh, yeah. And I, and I think all three wide receivers are are going to be capable of starting this week. Yeah, I think – I'm iffy on Juju. I think he's the only one who I might pull away from. I think they're going to have to throw the ball and throw the ball deep. So I am in on the other two wide receivers here in Claypool and Deontay Johnson. I think Claypool is probably going to be have the best week out of the three, just based off the matchup here. But I think Roethlisberger is going to have a, a good year here. They have a revamped offense and it's going to be very exciting game to watch, especially in a high scoring game against the Bills here. But Ben, let's talk about your rookie running back. What are your thoughts and where do you think he's going to finish with one? Uh, it's, we're going to see how much volume he's going to get. And we both expect him to get a lot of volume. So I think he's going to be probably in that 10 to 15 range this week. I say that mm-hmm. conservatively because he's going to have the opportunities to do better than that. But this is a really good Bills front seven. I think the yep. Steelers offensive line might be a little bit overmatched. We'll wait and see. There have been a lot of changes to the offensive line this offseason. So mm-hmm. week one, we'll see how it works. We'll see how the play calling is. And last year, we really saw that this offense couldn't do much in the running game. And I think that was mostly because of the offense that we're running that should be better under the offensive coordinator Matt Canada this year. But I think Najee Harris is going to have a strong week. Yeah, no, I think I agree with you there. I'm, I'm excited to see how much in the passing game he gets. That'll really be indicator of how – great of a season he's going to have but yeah I think it's right around that running back 10 range for me this uh this week but let's talk about the bills I think you're locked into Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs but is there another ancillary option here that you're willing to plug and play as a flex option I think Cole Beasley or Emmanuel Sanders could be but probably not I think they'd be in really deep leagues I think they'd be kind of pretty weak flexes for week one when most people are healthy. So I, for me, I think it would just be Allen and Diggs. but uh, yeah, I don't think at the running back situation, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not going to start either one against a pretty good Steelers defense. Not that Ben, you really... are so high on these bills running backs. What I, no, happened? I, I am, I am high on Zach Moss, but I would like to see it first. I think he's really going to take over most of the work. I just don't think it's a great matchup. And from week one, I think I'd rather see it first, especially when that's, a guy who you really didn't draft to start week one. Yeah. I, I think this is another potential landing spot for Latavius Murray that I see in my head. I think that Latavius Murray would be the easiest, easy, easily the best running back on this team and the best fit as well. Um, but yeah, I think for me, I, I'm willing to take a flyer in a very deep league on Sanders or Cole Beasley in a PPR league. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. So they throw the, throw the ball a lot and, I think one of those two comes down with the touchdown. So I'm willing to take the shot there. Yeah, this really should be a really good game. And probably one of the games of the week, this should determine who's going to be at the top of the AFC, whether the Steelers are a real contender or whether the Bills are going to be in a cakewalk to uh, a first-round bye. But let's move on to the next game, which should be one of the more lopsided games of the week. 
Yes, the 49ers, who I'm very high on, versus the mm-hmm. Lions, who should be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Uh, downgrade from Stafford to Jared Goff. A new coach in uh, Dan Campbell, who you like his intensity, but sometimes you might wonder if uh, he's a good football coach. But we'll have to see. This is his debut in week one. But let's start with the 49ers, Trevor. I think there are a lot of guys that I'd want to start, but who are you interested in this week? Yeah, I think I'm willing to start Trey Sermon. I'm willing to start Mostert, um, Brandon Ayuk, and Kittle. I think those are the guys for me that I'm willing to start. I think uh, – I, I guess we should focus on the running backs first, Ben. So walk me through what you think about those two running backs and who do you think you're willing to play this week? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm – excuse me. I'm 100% in on Raheem Mostert this week. Yep. This is his job for now. He's I, healthy. He's healthy. Week one, he started off really strong last week against some weak opponents as well. This is a really bad Lions defense. They gave up the most points to running backs last year. Mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert should be a smash play. But Trey Sermon, you mentioned you'd be willing to start him. Yep. I don't think he's going to see enough work week one. If they do get a big lead, I think you're going to see definitely see more of him. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's really risky for a rookie who will have to wait and see how much work he's going to get. Yeah, I think they're going to be up a, a good amount by halftime, and I think Mostert's going to have six carries for 80 yards and a touchdown, and they're going to put him on ice, and Trey Sermon's going to be brought into the backfield here. So I, I'm willing to take a shot on both. I think they both get touchdowns this week. Um, but I, I don't want to start Debo Samuel. Uh, I, we talked about this in the preseason, that I don't think this team's good enough to carry two wide receivers and a tight end when the Chiefs can't. Um, so I'm taking the shot on Ayuk and then waiting to see where the chips fall here. I'll agree with you for this week. I think the game script is really going to be uh, unfavorable for these passing options. That being said, I think Ayuk and uh, Kittle will get enough in the first half to be really good. Devo Samuel, I think he's still a solid play. It's a really good matchup. Slant secondary isn't very good. And I think they really want to get Devo involved. I just don't think his ceiling is going to be that high when he's probably not going to get four real quarters of of a, a passing game. So I'll agree and say that Debo is probably not, probably not a guy you want to start this week. Yeah. And then for the lions here, um, who are you looking at in the wide receiver group? Cause you're starting swift because of where you draft him, even though I don't think he's going to have the best of weeks. Um, but you're starting TJ Hawkinson, but from the wide receiver group, is there some one guy that you're willing to take a shot on this week? No, I really don't think in any leagues a Lions wide receiver should be started this week. But like I mentioned earlier, I think someone's going to break out. Uh, Tyrell mm-hmm. Williams, I think, is the most likely. But week one, not knowing, I I think it's really tough to tell. Yeah. Yeah, because mind you, Goff two years ago, I know it's the Rams team and it's Sean McVay's offense, but he carried Cooper Cup to the wide receiver three. This is not a bad quarterback. This is a good game management quarterback on a bad team. And he's still going to be able to carry a wide receiver or two. So really do pay attention about who gets the most targets here. It may not be the fantasy points, but let's take a look at who gets the most targets. And I think that'll be uh, important going forward in the waivers next week. All right, let's move on to the last matchup of our part one preview and that's Vikings and Bengals. So Mm -hmm. Vikings, a team who was phenomenal for fantasy last year, especially if you had, Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen, but a team that really underperformed in real football, 
a team that we think might be able to take a, a step in the right direction. Their defense was really bad last year, but they got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Added Patrick Peterson uh, as well as some other guys. But let's start with the offense. You're starting Dalvin Cook. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Yep. Is there anyone else you, you'll take a flyer on this week? Kirk Cousins. I want to start him. Um, I think he is going to have a good week. Um, if you had to wait until the end of the draft and maybe you got uh, a not so great quarterback, I think he's someone you could stream every week or not every week, but most weeks. And I think he's going to have a great week one against the Bengals team that I don't think it's going to be very good this week because they're all sort of coming back, getting into football shape on the offensive side and their defense isn't that good. So Kirk Cousins is going to have a great week. Cook's going to be running back one or two. Justin Jefferson is going to be a top wide receiver, and Adam Thielen is going to have a good week as well. So I'm in on everyone on the Spikings offense right now. Yeah, I'll agree. I, not much to talk about here. Three of those guys are probably starting every week, and Kirk Cousins, we saw last year, he's going to be good to play when the matchup is right. But let's move on to the Bengals, who I think have one of the most fascinating uh, – Yes, they do. Offenses in terms of fantasy, because we, we've we all been predicting how this is going to work out in terms of the wide receiver core. But week one, we'll see how it is in action. So Jamar yeah. Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, how would you rank those three this week, Trevor? Jamar Chase is going to be the last wide receiver. I think T. Higgins is going to be the top wide receiver, and then Boyd's going to be second. So that was a very weird order I did it in. But – I'm not playing any single one of this this week because I don't believe in Joe Burrow right now. I love him at the end of this year when he gets his foot uh, footing back. But right now I just don't know where this offense is going. So I'm only playing Joe Mixon from this Bengals team this week. Wow. I, I'm definitely comfortable starting T Higgins. I think based on where you drafted him and what I expect from him this year, I think he's going to be a start each and every week. And I think that starts week one, even if Joe Burrow isn't very sharp, I think that's an even better case for these wide receivers because they're going to be probably behind and throwing the ball more. Uh, I really don't see a, a scenario where T Higgins really doesn't have a, at least a solid week. I think he's got a high floor. Tyler Boyd, I think is right on the edge uh, in terms of starting him or not. I'd probably lean to, to start him. I think he's probably going to be a, a mid range flex this week. And then Jamar chase, I, i like to see how he's uh, used week one. It mm-hmm. really hasn't been a, a lot of good news coming out of camp for him. No, uh, even nice. though he's, he was great in college, but he's sat out a year. So I think it might be tough to, for him to get going. So it might take a couple of weeks. So I'll, I'll wait and see for that for now. Yeah. I mean, I think I prefer to start Emmanuel Sanders over any of these guys, not because he's going to have a better week than every single one of them, but I just think that he's a safer option. And right now I, I want to see this team before we pick who's going to be the wide receiver out of the bunch because it could be a completely mixed bag here. But that wraps up our first week one preview, part one. We'll have a part two coming out later this week. Um, But football is back. We are here again. We're excited for the season. We're ready to go. We're hoping that we help you win your fantasy week. Ben, do you want to kick us off here at the end? Yeah, go follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Wildcat. We should be live tweeting the game tomorrow night. Cowboys Bucks should be a pretty good game. Bucks, can they get off to a hot start after the Super Bowl? Can the Cowboys rebound after a, a tough last year without Dak? But go follow us on our Twitter for our advice at Fantasy Wildcat. Like and subscribe as well. See you next time.